Well, hi there, and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani, and I truly expect you to step up and be um, a companion for me today on the show because we're talking about a very important subject, and I think we need to understand it better and walk away with um, uh, be have a little bit of better outlook on it and to change our, our disposition and the way we conduct ourselves in the world. We're talking about living with a disability and strategies for coping. So that could be a physical disability, a mental disability, an emotional disability, but we need the strategies for coping and how you conduct yourself in the world and how you are viewed in the world. So I am the co-host of the show. Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow. So you have me today and I need you um, to show up strong so we can really learn and grow together. Um, Please dial this number, 833-288- 3986. We are a safe platform where we can come together. We are, um, you know, a family, take two family. I love that. And the number again, 833-288-3986. We have, um, who do we have at the phones? I just want to make sure. Um, We have every, uh, the show team is in place, so that's wonderful. And um, I just want to make sure that Matt, yes, it is Matt. Matt Gabinski will be answering your call. He is wonderful to talk to. Ace McKay is at the controls. Jeff Burson is at social media. You can weigh in there as well. So I really need you um, to join me and um, not leave me alone on this subject. I have a lot to say about it because of the outreach ministry that Jerry and I are part of, um, Stand Tall. You can reach us at standtalltoday.com. And uh, we do a lot of work with folks that have disabilities and how they can navigate life and go out there and be viewed in a in a wonderful way. And, and so we, we covered from all angles. So if you have a disability, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, um, if you could call in and uh, share your coping strategies. It would really help us today. I need you uh, to join me because Jerry will be back tomorrow, and I and I truly need your friendship today and the calls today. So the number to dial is 833-288-3986. This was a really strange weekend um, for me. I know it was um, the peace weekend for Advent. Um, I, I had a bit of peace, <laughs> not much. Um, it's Advent. You know, during Advent and Lent, I know that Advent is used to be considered the the, the little Lent, the mini Lent, and it, it, it does have that penitential, um, you know, part to it, component to it. And I will tell you that um, it's it's very interesting when you go through these liturgical seasons where you really are, are asked to dive deeply and to grow and to change, transform, to really um, go in an in, in, um, interior way and, to, and, to, and with prayer as well. I, I tell you, the demons just love that. You know, they'll, they'll do anything to get you off the mark, off focus. And I, I could feel that this weekend. And I don't want that going into this week. So it, that's another thing, too, if you wanted to, to, to call in. I think that um, sometimes when we're carrying these burdens and we have these things that are going on in life, they're not shown to the outside world. So, I mean, if you have a physical disability, you know, people can view that. And when they encounter you, they can, they can understand that. But a lot of disabilities are, are on the inside. And we carry those. And the coping strategies 
Um, there's, there are a lot of them uh, to, to cope, and the resources are out there, and the, and the professionals are there to help us. But a lot of times we don't reach out because we think we can, we can hold it, um, you know, in, we can take care of it, you know, but we end up actually stuffing it and, it, and it comes out in various ways. So you see where I'm going with this, folks. It's all different angles, and you can tell that I, I'm speaking from experience. I've had a lot of emotional situations happen um, that have caused uh, lingering effects. Um, and and how I how productive I am in the world, and so it's 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 an interesting um, topic today, very important topic. I need you need you to uh, keep me company. Um, please uh, step up and do your part, as the Take Two family always does. The number to dial is eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Living with a disability: coping strategies today on Take Two. Very very important topic. Don't sit this out. Don't think somebody else is going to call for you. I need you to call, okay? I need some companions here for to walk along this journey. Um, that's what the Take Two family does. That's how we roll here, right? Uh, Jeff and Ace and Matt, the show team, they know. They, got th- they gave me thumbs up. Yeah, that's how we roll here. We all stick together. So there goes the phone lines. That's the way to do it. You guys never disappoint. I have to tell you, you never, ever disappoint. You haven't disappointed in eight and a half years. You're amazing. I love the Take Two family. You're the family I want to belong to. 833-288-3986. We're talking about disabilities today and um, how you... um, you know, get, go along in life and get along and, and be out there in the world. It's tough. The world's tough. The world is cruel. Let me just tell you, people are cruel. They make judgments. They're just, they can be really cruel. I mean, you would think, you know, I'm speaking from experience. I, I try to go out there and I give my very best. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I try to be nice um, but people still will say cruel things behind, you know, my back and I, and I'm, I've sure I've done it too. You know, I mean, let's face it. We all, we're, we're human, you know, the human condition, the flaws that we have. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Okay. But what I need from you today is, um, if you're coping and you're working through a disability, how do you feel you're doing? How is the world accepting you? Um, have you embraced what's going on in your life? Have you made the best of it? You know, um, have you really risen above the disability and, um, you know, to, to really, um, conquer great things? Cause uh, Jesus said, I came for you to have life and to have it to the full, to abundance, to excess. It's an amazing life. If we choose to look at it that way. Hmm. Interesting. That's another angle. 833-288-3986. Pick up those last few open phone lines, please. I need your company. Come on. You guys can do it. I know you can pick. I know you want to. You have that that nudge in your spirit and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, I have something to say. I don't know if I want to call in. I don't know what it's going to feel like. It's great. You'll love it. And you'll call us again and again and again because that's what the Take Two family does. 833-288-3986. Living with a disability. How we cope with it when we come back. We're talking about coping with disabilities today. 
on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Jerry will be back tomorrow. You guys are definitely keeping me company. You are amazing. I love traveling with the Take Two family. You guys are awesome. Give yourselves a round of applause, a pat on the back. Before we get to Jennifer from Dallas, Texas, I wanted to talk about the infant Jesus with the crib. Thank goodness he's got the crib with him. I mean, that's good. This beautiful handmade statue of baby Jesus is made of fiberglass and has glass eyes. Our infant Lord rests in a manger of hay, his arms outstretched um, in, in a welcome position. I love that. That's great. I love EWTNRC.com. It is crafted and hand-painted with all the tradition brought from Italy 80 years ago. Everybody knows how I like things made in Italy. It's three and a half inches and comes with a wood cradle and straw. Available now at EWTNRC.com. Free standard shipping. Online orders, $75 or more. Standard shipping is for the continental U.S. only. Use code free at checkout. I'm getting so good at that. I could just, that just rolls. You know why? Because I go to EWTNRC.com all the time. Michael P. on YouTube, I'm waving to you. I'm considered to be learning disabled with a bit of autism. It is only through the church that I can cope and survive through the generosity of others. Oh, that's beautiful. That's good that the church is there for you, Michael. You know, I want to share something. Dys- dyslexia, you know how many um, Hollywood... Um, actors and actresses, they have dyslexia. I mean, it's it's amazing how many uh, learning disabilities uh, the Hollywood um, elite have. It's, it's really incredible. And look what they have done in the world and what they have produced. I believe it's um, even Tom Cruise had, was uh, dyslexia, I believe. And there's, there's a few others. Um, we'll have Ace McKay check on it. There's a whole list of uh, learning disabled um, Hollywood actors. And uh, maybe Ace can confirm that. I believe Tom Cruise has a learning disability and, and others as well. I believe Jennifer Aniston had. And, and, and look what they have achieved. Pretty incredible. I mean, amazing. Uh, so we can rise above the disability and actually um, just incredibly perform in the world in a way that is is pleasing to God. And people are like in awe of people with disabilities because they say, wow, you know, they're doing it. They're coping. They're surviving. They're thriving. I love that. So living with a disability, uh, strategies for coping today. We were going to get to Jennifer in Dallas, Texas, and she just dropped off. So Jennifer, call back because I know you wanted to have something to say about this. You had commented last week, actually. So um, Matt, uh, look for Jennifer's call back, please, because I want to get to Jennifer. She has a very, very interesting life journey. Okay, but let's move to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is in St. Petersburg, Florida on the EWTN app. You are first up. Thank you for uh, um, bringing the beautiful virtual company to this show. Thank you, Elizabeth, and welcome. Hello. Thank you. Go right ahead. Um, When I was 29, I was getting ready to go into the Air Force, and instead I got a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, so that Air Force plans were were not going to happen. Year later, I had my baby, and she lives in town, and, and we're in touch every day, and she stops by, oh, I don't know, three, four times a week, uh, but I'm living on my own. I get around with the, the public transit, um, and I, I go for a swim. Elena takes me for a swim once a week. I used to go by myself three times a week, but it, this disability gets worse as time goes on. 
Uh, now I'm in a wheelchair, power chair, and it tilts, and I'm a paraplegic in this chair. The best I can do, I'm getting better at transferring in the bathroom and in and out of bed. Mm-hmm. And every time I get off the potty and out of bed, I say, thank you, angel, because it's the angels that are getting my, my feet planted and my weight just right. So I can transfer back into my chair or, or transfer into bed. And, and I've got a good community um, around, very supportive. Uh, and, and it's just day, day, day. And watch my attitude. And it's, daily, it's a daily conversion. I've started spiritual direction because I've got to convert every day because the attitude is not always pleasant. So you have to catch yourself and you have to get back mm-hmm. to the to a good attitude because that makes a huge difference, huge difference. But, so but it's, a- it's attitude, is everything. attitude is yeah. everything? Attitude mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. is everything? Attitude is everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nicer to be with. I, mean, I don't like myself when I have that bad attitude, bad attitude. And so I have to get it back so at least I can, you know, every day, hey, it was a good day, you know, that was, I was pleasant. And that phone call went very well and was thank you very much. And, and cashiers in the stores, you know, that's, that's my interaction. Mm-hmm. And so it's always, how are you? And I say, just fine, thank you. And it, those are my adventures to go out. And I do get out, um, stretch lab once a week. So I do get out. I'm doing my best for my exercises. And, and that's, Lots of friends in in the the church, the community, the Latin Mass community, mm-hmm. um, and, and and I do want to mention there there was another lady in a wheelchair, and and we may lose her this week, so we need to oh. pray for for her. Oh. And Can, so I'll be the only wheelchair, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, Elizabeth, do you mind? I mean, you know, one of the reasons that I love Take Two is because we we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. We're real, we're raw, we're just go out there, we're very transparent. We just really want to get to the heart of things. May I ask you a question if it's not too, I, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but I'm just, I'm just curious because I've always wondered this. So you, when, and if it's okay, if you don't want to answer it, it, it's, it's quite all right. I just wanted to see if you, you were willing to answer it. So when you're in a wheelchair and you go out, um, into the world and you're out doing, you know, doing your, your, uh, errands, your chores, your, you know, you're interacting in the world in your mind, in the cartoon bubble over your head, are you thinking to yourself that people see me in a wheelchair or how do you, you know, when you talk about this, this fantastic outlook, this attitude, what are you perceiving? What are you seeing? Um, I'm just curious. I'm just another growing up doing my thing. Okay. It's gotcha. only, well, only at the deli. Sometimes they can't see me. They, they flat out can't see me because I'm short sitting in a wheelchair. So then I have to get their attention, have to wave, and hey, I'm on here. You know, and it's not because they, they don't care or don't want to help me. It's just they just flat out can't see me. Other than that, I am just another grown-up doing my thing. And and I don't let the disability stop me. Although, in the beginning, the first time I had to use a wheelchair at the amusement park, I cried. 
Oh. I said, oh, no. I mean, that was such a bad day. I mean, it just, you have to learn to uh, accept it. And it doesn't happen in a day or a week or a month. It takes years to accept the help. So you have to really change the way you receive uh, assistance, the way you, uh, yeah, see, that's interesting. It was a, a kind of a whole new sense of normal, right? Yes. And, and it's a pride thing. I'm, you know, I was captain of the field hockey team. I rock climbed. Mm-hmm. I swam. Uh, you know, I was very, very active. And then for this, it's a pride thing. Now I can't do things by myself on my own. I need to ask for help. And that was a lesson. Ask for help. Yeah. And I just saw there's MS communities online and a lady is having trouble getting used to having to use a walker and all the MS community, everybody's telling her, you can do this girl. It, 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 hmm. it's, it's to help you, not make right. you obviously deserve it's to help. And we had to support her like people, like I had to find support for myself. This is not signaling I'm less than this is, I'm being smart, and I'm doing the best I can, and I'm using all the help I can get. Amen. Amen. Well, again, going back to Hollywood, Elizabeth, um, I, I think it's Christina Applegate and some other um, um, actors that they, they've been diagnosed with MS. So, you know, if they go out there, you know, they're always out there in interviews and stuff like that. So if, if they can get out there and help to raise awareness so that we can understand uh, understand this better, I think it would be uh, helpful for your community. Elizabeth, you're awesome. Thank you so much. You are so strong, and I think you're incredible. Thank you for, for gracing this conversation today and being first up on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Betsy, on YouTube, I'm waving to you. Betsy says, I have cerebral palsy. I, I often see the broken parts, but I'm learning to see it as a gift to offer up for myself and others. Wow. Betsy, having CP, that, that's huge. And, and similar to Elizabeth, this attitude, you know, you have to get a, a, a change in attitude, the way you look at yourself, the way you look at the world. Wow. Still waiting for Jennifer from Dallas, Texas. De- Jennifer, call back. Um, you wanted to share your journey as well. Okay, so we'll we'll go to uh, Beth then as we're waiting in Geneva, New York on the Station of the Cross. Um, hi. Hi, Beth. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us. Go right ahead. Well, the first thing I'd like to say is the lady you were just talking to named Elizabeth. I hope she's still listening. Um, I want to thank her for bringing up the subject of attitude um, because it is extremely important for all of us and um, and definitely for me. And, and um, I'm going to work on that a lot harder um, in what days the Lord has left for me. Um so anyway, I, I put a note to call you uh, last week when I heard that you were talking about all kinds of disabilities, and thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I told your screener I do have what people like to call a disability. It's uh, basically a mental health disability. I was told that I had one um, a long time ago when I was a child. I'm now over 60. Um, but for the, 
maybe this makes a difference. I don't know if it will make a difference for everyone with a mental health diagnosis, but when I was a child, I was already, uh, as they say, um, a Christian. I was already saved. I had Christ in my heart. And so when um, the psychiatric disability symptoms started, you know, the first place was like, God, why are you doing this to me? You, mm-hmm. I love you. Um, oh, why are you afflicting me with this illness? What is going on? You know, and so it was a struggle. The first couple of years was a child, and of course, back in those days, I endured a lot of negativity from my own family and ostracization from society. And in the long run, I basically became um, a nurse aide and worked for 30 years helping people like Elizabeth and, and people that she knows in wheelchairs and whatnot. And uh, but here's the thing, and I told your screener this. When I was a child, I just had to give an answer. Why Why did God do this? You know, why? So I had many conversations with my Lord, and I found in the Bible, there, I, don't, I forget where it is, but um, Jesus was uh, healing a blind man, and people were coming up to him, oh, well, has he been blind in birth? Whose fault is that? Why did this happen? And all this right. stuff. And then Jesus finally answered, and said, no, it, it, he was made sick so that the glory of God can be shown in him. And I thought, wow, you know, mm-hmm. all this suffering and the doctors say I'm going to suffer the rest of my life, all this because, of, you know, I really wrestled with that. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so here I am later in life, you know, um, approaching 70, and um, it's like... <laughs> I've lived my life um, pretty well. Um, I, I feel God has healed me, so to speak, um, allowed me to live, you know, marrying their children and have a normal life with this very, very serious disability. And it is serious. Um, but um, I, I don't know what I can say to other people because uh, with mental illness, um, it's all different for everybody, but I would like to suggest accept it and please, you know, come to the Lord. If you're not, if you're not a believing person, just try to become a person who believes in God and then mm-hmm. come to Jesus and try to accept it as some, as a gift, because now in my autobiography, I refer to it as a gift. Right. And, um, well, Beth, I, I Beth, let me, let me jump in for a second, because I think what you said, the why me really hit me hard. You know, I think so many times when, when we are presented with an opportunity for growth that the Lord gives us, or we are asked to step in or say yes, or to be part of, of something bigger that God wants us to, um, you know, learn for ourselves and for others or to help all of us grow on, in the spiritual life, um, we we think to ourselves immediately, I like how you said that, where you just said, why me, Lord? Why me? You know, or, or being even angry with the Lord. So true. And I, I think once we move past those stages of, you know, anger, denial, all the stages that could go when, when you have something that is um, thrust upon you and you have to deal with it, then you can start entering in and let your gifts shine. And you can go out there, you can educate, you can inform, you can help others, you can grow yourself, You others will be inspired by, by just knowing you. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I feel very sad for those that give up too early. 
because I think it's a missed opportunity. They give up. They just roll over and say, okay, I can't, I can't do this. And that's, that's very, very sad, very unfortunate. But those that enter into this, this thing called life, is, it's pretty interesting what the good Lord will provide. Beth, thank you so much for um, helping us out today. We appreciate it. When we come back, we will get to Jennifer in Dallas, Texas. She has called back. talking about coping with a disability today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, having a great conversation, learning and growing together. That's what I love about Take Two. You guys are amazing. We do have an open phone line uh, because Beth just freed that uh, line right there if you'd like to jump in. Um, all you have to do is call this number, 833-288-3986. That's the number to call. Jennifer, hang on. I just want to do a great big shout out. Congratulations going out to a, an, another longtime member of the EWTN radio family, Modern Day Radio, Modern Day Radio in Portland um, and other great cities in Oregon is celebrating an amazing, listen to this folks, we need a drum roll, 34 years of Catholic radio and 27 years with EWTN radio. Wow. Congratulations to Pat Ryan and everyone at Modern Day Radio from your friends here at EWTN. Wow. Is that amazing? 34 years and 27 years with EWTN Radio. Think how many souls have been touched by Modern Day Radio. Great radio station. Okay, Jennifer in Dallas, Texas, Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for calling back and welcome. Hi. Um, thanks for uh, taking my call and being mm -hmm. patient with me. I'm driving back from my pain management doctor. Um, in, a, in a nutshell, in 2012, I couldn't stand up for more than five minutes, and I needed a simple fusion of the L4, L5. I had that done, and it went great. Mm -hmm. 2016, it starts happening again, and I can't walk or stand up. So they redo it, and the revision was a failure. The whole spine shifted over to the right side, and I had to travel pretty far to get someone else to redo it, and uh, they put in cages and uh, still in massive pain. And one of the cages had popped out for two months floating around in there before they ordered imaging. Mm -hmm. So by that time, they had damaged my spinal cord. Oh. So um, I have more hardware than you can believe inside my spine, and I'm in constant pain, never-ending, day and night. Mm -hmm. And I have two implants, a morphine implant and a spinal cord stimulator, my second one. And I just now heard from the doctor that he wants to do another implant to try and help the pain. Oh. Um, so I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a very strong Catholic. I love my faith. I start my morning with the rosary and the divine chaplet. I'm very lucky to have a beautiful Maronite Lebanese church here that has incredible reverence. Um, mm. And I try to keep my sense of humor up. My husband said he's donating my body to Ace Hardware. Jennifer. So I wanted to do that and yeah. reach out mm -hmm. 
her little, you know, kudos hang in there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jennifer, your your humor is amazing. <laughs> Keep it. Grow it. You and your husband sound like you can really laugh and laughter, you know, releases those feel-good hormones, obviously, but it also lets you realize that, you know, this whole thing called life is kind of crazy. It really is. You see it change. I have had uh, folks um, that have called in to take two. Jerry and I are just amazed at how their lives have changed overnight within 24 hours. And it just happens. And that's why, wouldn't you also say, Jennifer, you got to live in the moment, enjoy each moment, stay in the moment, because you never know what life brings tomorrow. And with your faith, we trust. We trust deeply in God. And and we hang on. And we hold each other up as the body of Christ. What do you say to all of that? I say I really needed to hear that. Um, mm. and, it, and it helps, you know. Um, I have to tell my husband about this third implant, and I know he's just going to go, what, you know? And I look normal, so people just don't understand the pain, you know? Right. But I do I do need that encouragement because there are times when it gets kind of dark, and I uh, I just keep praying harder, you know, and, and realize that suffering, as St. Uh, Augustine told us, um, has, has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, I can't for the life of me fathom what God's thinking, but, um, <laughs> we can't, we can't, you know, understand it, but we just have to give in, you know, to it and say, okay, I, right. this is my cross. I see people with other crosses that are worse and I go, gee, you know, at least I'm walking, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like your well, Gen- Jennifer in life coaching, we always talk about letting your situation, your suffering work for you spiritually rather than against you. And we say that all the time to clients because it's so true, right? To use the suffering, use what we're going through, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, whatever it is that we're feeling that heavy pressure, that burden, that cross that you, that you, um, that you shared that to, to have it be used for reparation for, to build, to help us in this life and for the next life. I, that's how I do it, Jennifer. If I didn't have that outlook, I don't know if I'd be even sitting here talking to you today. I don't know because I think I would have given up. I really do. I, I don't know. I, I I know I can only go so far with certain things, and 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 I have to have that bigger view of the of um, eternity and what it's going to be like uh, with God and in heaven. And to have everything here uh, work for that good and work for that purpose. So that's how I cope, Jennifer. And I hope that, you know, we um, can join together in prayer as the Take-Two family. I put you in the book, Jennifer. Keep us posted as you tell your husband this this news and then you go on for this, this third uh, procedure. Please uh, keep us posted and let's lift each other up and keep each other going on this crazy thing called life. What do you say, Jen? Jennifer? Hi. I always think about uh, the apostle going, where will we turn? You have the words of eternal life. My right. alternative to to <laughs> having a sense of humor and carrying on is unfathomable and dark, mm-hmm. and that's not an option. So, you know, yeah. and I appreciate your thoughts and prayers. It does help. Um, Absolutely. I haven't cried in a long haven't cried in I don't know how many years over it, and I really needed a good cry, so oh. I appreciate it. It's cathartic. <laughs> I'm oh. a teacher. I, I've written a phonics program for kids, and oh, it cool. cures dyslexia and learning disabilities of mm-hmm. all kinds. 
Mm-hmm. It's uh, now being made into a computer one, um, which I'm not fond of, but at least it'll help some kids read. It won't mm-hmm. be as good as the one-to-one, but um, that keeps me busy, and I do a lot of tutoring, and I get a lot of joy in that. So awesome. anyway, I, well, I thank you. You're, you're welcome. Jennifer, tomorrow is our urgent prayer intention show. So I already pulled the book out and I put you in the book. So keep us posted. <laughs> okay. All right. God, God bless you. Stay strong, Jennifer. You got this. Okay. Thank you. James in Pensacola is up next. Uh, we're taking a little bit longer with each call because the, the stories are very detailed and very important and we need to hear the details. That's how we learn and grow. So James in Pensacola is listening on Guadalupe Radio Network and James... You're up next. Take it away. Okay, Debbie, thank you. And thank you for taking this call because my wife and I both are disabled. Oh. My wife was totally my wife was totally blind and she has a little bit of CP and as she gets older and older, she's on a walker now walking mm-hmm. and uh and we have a transport chair for her. And me, I am I am legally blind. I mean, I have some vision. And so, and by the way, my wife's name is Judy. I'm already in the book, so you can put her in there too. Okay. And uh, also, uh, I wanted to share with you that all my life I was able to get out and get a job and work. I retired from civil service, and then I worked another 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, working at a out of the galley as a uh, you know in the scullery room where they wash dishes and and I got to be a uh, well I was promoted to be a scullery leader for a while until I got hurt and and, and had to retire permanently and so uh, that's my life story there you know uh, I'm able to cope with this disability because I stay active. Mm. The key thing is staying active in your life. You know, you know, get out and, and do things. My wife and I have a problem sometimes going to church, but you know, my sister has been gracious to help us to get to church and my daughter was helping us, but yet her car, you know, broke down and all they have is one truck for their family. So she can't, you know, go to church anymore because of that. So anyway, her name was Alice, and her husband's name was Jim. So you can put them in the book, too. Okay. Well, James, um, we're going to pray that Alice gets another car so she can go back to church and pick up you and your wife and go to church as well. So we're going to pray for that. We, we serve a very big God. So we need Alice to get a car, your daughter to get another car which would help you and your wife. Um, but it sounds like you, I was going to ask you, that was my next question. Do you have family around you helping you? And you said your sister, your daughter. So that's good. Right. Right. James. And my sister, I mean, yes, ma'am. And my sister, I forgot to give you my sister's name. Her name is Debbie also. Oh, nice name. Thank you. Okay. I put them all in the book. You're all in the book, but James, you know what I love? You're committed to your wife. And you're dealing with your own issues with your eyesight as well. So, but you're committed and you guys are doing this together. And I think that's very important to have somebody who's loyal to you. You're loyal, you're, you're committed, you're together. It's the two of you. And I believe there are a lot of graces 
and a lot of blessings, James, on this side of the veil, and then for you and your wife when you finally um, leave and meet the and meet the Lord. I just believe it. I am I. I feel it so strongly. Every time I meditate on the afterlife, every time I think about heaven, I think about that. And so I just, I want that for you and your wife, because it sounds like you're so attached to each other and committed, and what a beautiful thing for us to to hear about your journey, your story of being married and going through this. And I have one more short thing to say is, sure. is this. I do all the cooking for my wife and I, too, as well. Wow. Wow. Good deal, James. Way to go. You're awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. I've got your whole entire family in the book. Blessings to you um, and a continued beautiful Advent, James. Call us again, please. Regina on YouTube, I'm waving to you 20 years of being diagnosed with MS. Lots of prayers and friends to help me along the way. I'm not physically disabled, but more invisible. Holy Spirit helps a lot. Regina, it's so wonderful to have uh, definitely a strong faith life and friends around to help along the way. That is very important. That's why we do the Take Two uh, show, because we talk about this virtual family, the Take Two family. We have to be the mystical body of Christ in action to support each other. We must do that. All of heaven is watching. So let's uh, hear what Hope has to say in Canyon, Texas, on St. Valentine Radio. Hi, Hope. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Um, I'm just uh, humbled by all the people sharing their stories today. Mine seems so um, minuscule to what these people are dealing with and have overcome and, and the way they handle it with their sense of humor and their faith in our Lord and Savior. I'm just humbled. Mm. But my, what I was comment I wanted to make today was how, when I have good days and I don't need the, the little special card at the, at the uh, grocery store and and things like that. People are, you know, it's like they're surprised that I'm not using it. And mm-hmm. uh, when I can have good days where I can walk and and uh, without fear of falling and use just use my cane and, you know, people are so judgmental. It's like. Well, why aren't you in the cart today? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, <clears throat> they just uh, and it and it's like that also uh, coming back from depression. You know, well, you know, well, where, where where have you been? You know, well, I'm I've been depressed. You know, and it's like, well, you can turn it off and turn it on. It will, and it's just not. It just doesn't work that way. And um, that's why I wanted to call in today was talking about the judgments that people from the outside looking in make. Uh, when you have when you have to work with the limitations that you have, that is so interesting. Hope I've always said this. What do you think about this? You, you know, so many disabilities you can't see them, and you can't really make that quote unquote judgment call if somebody has a disability or somebody's having a bad day. I've said this many times. I think we should wear like a sign or some kind of something uh, around our, our neck or our head or hat or something that says, I'm having a good day or I'm having a bad day. Cause I think if we know that, that somebody is dealing with a lot today or somebody is actually having a, a good day, we know how to conduct our, um, you know, our behavior, our interaction, right? But we never know. That's why when we say to one another with these, um, passing, uh, 
comments. Um, how are you today? Do we really stop and say, how are you today? And then, and then we work towards that. What do you, what do you think about that, Hope? I've, I've said that many times because after going through a divorce in 2006, I said, you know, I feel like wearing a sign around my neck that says I'm really having a really hard time right now in, in life. And because no, everybody kept treating me like I was normal and I wasn't normal. What do you, what do you say to that, Hope? Well, that's, I totally agree. And in fact, the way that I've learned to handle it since overcoming my depression and overcoming my bad days is, is, uh, when, when I don't ask people how they are, I just say, it's good to see you today. Mm. And sometimes when I'm having a really bad day uh, and they say, how are you? I say, well, I don't think you really want to know, but I'm making the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, because it's just, you know, but I have tried my best, especially coming through all the things that I've come through, right. is I don't say, how are you today? I say, it's good to see you today. It's good um, to see you and, today. And, and, and make a point of that, of you know, because because uh, when you get to that point, and you know what I'm talking about from what you said, that it's like fingernails on a chalkboard when they say, how are you today? Do you really want to know? <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, and um, I'm, it's all I can do to to get up and and come to the store. Right. <laughs> and right. So. <laughs> Well, hope you'll get you'll crack up at this. Sometimes when when I go to the grocery store and they ask me, the clerk says to me, "How are you doing today, Debbie?" And sometimes I'll say, "Do you have about an hour? Can I can?" And they'll laugh and they'll say, "I really don't have an hour." And I say, "Well, then don't ask me how I'm doing today." <laughs> well, you know what? My one of my comments is, "Well, let's see. Are you going to be my counselor for today?" And I'll yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so. exactly. Oh, oh, hope you are precious. I could talk to you forever. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. What a great contribution to the discussion today on Take Two. See, this is why I love the Take Two family. I love you guys. I've, I know I say it a thousand times, but I really do. I just want you to know that. So if you're listening right now, you're part of the Take Two family, whether you know it or not, okay? Because you're listening. Now you can call in and be an active member of the Take Two family by calling. But before we get to the phones, Betsy's up next in Spokane, Washington. I think I already read your comment, Betsy, but we're going to talk to you in a moment. Hang on. I just want to share Mother Angelica Memorial. Visit EWTN's site dedicated to Mother Angelica where you can celebrate her remarkable life. And yes, it was remarkable and still is the legacy of Mother Angelica. It's filled with photos, milestones, heartfelt stories, and her wit and words that have inspired the hearts of all ages through, throughout the years. Visit EWTN.com slash Mother Angelica today. Okay, Betsy, um, you're up next. I read your comment already, but let's talk a little bit more in depth about your situation. Um, on YouTube, I'm waving to you. Hi, Betsy. Hey, Debbie. I'm back. So I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version. Um, okay. So... I have CP, for those who don't know what that is, that's cerebral palsy. Basically, it's a short circuit in the brain. The limbs and, and so forth know what to do, but the master doesn't get where it needs to go. So, that having been said, I, I grew into my disability. Um, even though I was born with it, um, I tended to feel sorry for myself and only see the broken parts. And um, my evangelical friends, as much as I love them, would try to pray it away or name it and claim it, you know, just, and so that made it even worse. But when I um, converted to the church, that was the first time that I heard that I could actually use my disability for good. 
Um, and so I try as much as I can, although I do get depressed and I still get angry and stuff, but I try to take a breath and just be grateful just to be alive and breathing. And also the fact that I can use my sufferings for good and offer them up and use them for redemptive purposes for myself and for others. And there's two big things in my life that help me to cope. One is my amazing husband, Jimmy. Um, We've been through the desert. We've come out on the other side, but he is so amazing. Um, He, even with the things that he copes with physically, his pain in his knees and his legs and stuff sometimes, he still powers through and still supports us. And the other thing is my wonderful emotional support dog, um, Joy. I gave her the name Joy to remind myself to have Joy. She is um, curled up in my walker right now, sleeping next to me. Um, so that's how I cope. But um, real, I'm so grateful. Betsy, real interior joy is a great thing. You know, we're coming up on Gaudete Sunday, which is the joy advent portion, and you're spot on. And to have that kind of joy, and then you have that support dog named Joy. I love that. But I just want to go back to Jimmy. You said Jimmy powers through. Jimmy powers through. I so agree with that statement. When you have a spouse that is willing to be part of the journey, that's exactly what I have said to Marty so many times. He's my rock. He just powers through. It's un, It's almost like a football game you're watching where they just go, you know, right up the center of, of the field and they're just, they're just, you know, going through and just powering through the, the, the other team. It's incredible. And you can almost feel on a daily basis, the heavenly assistance and support. Would you say that is true for you, Betsy and, and Jimmy? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, I mean, he's at work right now. He, he left for work at, like, he gets up at 4 o'clock every morning during the week, except for Thursday and Friday. He gets a little more sleep. But he'll come home today about 3 or 4, and he'll help, you know, if the, if the walk needs shoveled, if, you know, there's ice... And he'll make sure that that's cleared off, and then he'll help me with dinner, and he'll, you know, he'll do, he does so much for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I have to, when I'm having aches and pains, and he gives me massages and mm-hmm. helps me get in and out of bed, and he mm-hmm. just, and he's been having some issues. Like, he had shin splints a couple years ago, and he had to have um, some veins um, mm-hmm. worked on. Mm-hmm. And so... And now from shoveling the last time, he really got some, had some issues with his back and his knees. <laughs> when he went out to shovel the other day, it yeah. seemed to right itself. So I think he just pulled a muscle. But, I mean, he just powers through it, Debbie. He uh-huh. goes through so much. And a, a lot of it he doesn't even tell people about. And one yeah. of the things he did yeah. last week that really impressed me is he told me that he he's in the back office doing office work for his um, for his boss, and he's still having issues with his mm-hmm. with his knees and his legs. But he said what he did was he, he just offered that all up to oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, and he just, you know, I mean, oh, Betsy. and he'll, you know, when Bet- he's doing Betsy. the register, he, he's so yeah. 
Betsy, you, you got to do you got to do me a favor. We're going to run out of time. I've got to I got to Chris. I've got to squeeze Chris in real fast. But Betsy, tell Jimmy he's our superhero. I put him in the book. We're going to be praying for for you and him and your family. Betsy, he's awesome. You're blessed. You're amazing. Stay strong. We love you so very much, Chris. Real quickly, you've got like a minute in Rochester, New York, on the Station of the Cross. I wanted to squeeze you in because I think you have something to say to all of us as to wrap up this d- discussion. Go, take it away, Chris. Well, I, I want to say that um, if you have complete faith in God, you know you are never alone. <clears throat> and he does support us in everything daily. <clears throat> um, I've lived a life of great suffering. However, he made it very clear to me <clears throat> that it's in suffering that he became closest to me, mm-hmm. to know that he is there. And I had a mom that was extremely disabled my entire life. So I was more like her mom my whole life. Um, And in the end, God straightened that out. He said, no, this is your mom. And I look back on her suffering, which were very much mental and emotional and Mm -hmm. physical the last 20 years of her life in a wheelchair. And um, God doesn't make mistakes. His suffering that he gives you. It's for your growth to be with him when we're done. And he makes a plan for all of us, and we're to share what we've learned uh, from these things that we go through with other people, to pray a Mm -hmm. holy hour every single day, and you will be with God when you Mm -hmm. give him your time. And you wanted to say, I I see it in the notes, never, ever give up. Don't give up. Right, Chris? Amen to that. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely not. Yes. Thank you so very much. A great way to wrap up this amazing show. Trisha and the others, we're not going to get to you today. You can call back uh, tomorrow. We have our Urgent Prayer Intentions show, very popular show. I think all of the Take Two family uh, comes forth for the uh, prayer shows twice a month. That's tomorrow. I want to thank the show team. You guys did a great job. Ace at the controls, Jeff Burson at social media, and of course, the one, the only, Matt Kabinsky on the phones. Jerry Usher will be back tomorrow for our Urgent Prayer Intentions show. And until tomorrow, um, we, all of us here at EWTN, we want to wish you a beautiful and blessed Advent. We'll see you real soon.